Welcome back to another episode of From the Stands. I believe this is episode 31. 31. Yeah, we're going to rock with 31. At least I got a number in my head today. We have got Jack back again. And we're going to, today's going to be a lot about the NFL, but we do want to touch on week one of the college football season. And damn it, is college football back. It was, uh, it was fun for the most part. Still rocking Sam Hartman for Heisman. Lance had a uh, Lance had a tough go of it um, on Sunday night. His LSU Tigers fell to the Seminoles, which I tried to tell y'all. Nobody wanted to listen, um, but I had confidence in the Noles going in. After watching them, I do believe that is a playoff team this year. I will. Uh, I want to see how Clemson plays tonight, but I still believe. That front seven might be the best, and I'm a Georgia fan, so I still believe we have a top two defense in the country. That front seven might be the best front seven in college football. Yeah, I mean there was just there wasn't much we could do last night. There was no running room. They couldn't LSU could not get anything going on the ground. Um, I can't think of his first name, but Verse Jared Jared Verse um, looked like the next number one overall defensive draft pick. The guy was all over the field. He was in the run game. He was getting pressure on the quarterback. I think he had a sack. He was just disrupting everywhere. Um, He looked phenomenal. Their DBs played really well, which was my one area of concern for their defense, especially going up against a pretty solid LSU wide receiver core. Um, They looked great. On top of all that, Jordan Travis – Jordan Travis came out and balled. The first half, a little questionable. He made a few bad decisions with the football, um, especially that interception being on their own goal line. I was not a fan of that one. However, no, they were about to score. They were on like our 20-yard line and he threw a pick. Talking about the one where he was falling back? Oh, the one that wasn't an interception. The one that should have been. Okay, yeah, that was the one that should have been an interception. It was dropped. Yeah. Made a few bad decisions with the football early on. However, he came out in the second half. And those two wide receivers, man. They're just going to be a mismatch all year. 6-7. And 6-4. With hands like DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, It's going to be very hard to defend that all season. Running back tandem looked good. Offensive line looked pretty solid against a very stout LSU front. Um, overall, it, I felt like the Knowles put on a clinic, and I think they've got a solid chance to win the ACC this year. Yeah, I mean, they looked – they came out and did what they needed to do. I still liked most of what I saw from LSU. I could still see us – if we play like how we did in the first half, I feel like we could come out of the West. I'm still just – like I've um, been saying since he got hired, I am not a Brian Kelly fan. I don't think he's a big game guy. And one of my main concerns with Brian Kelly as a coach his entire career has been developing a quarterback. The same issues that Georgia had with Mark Rick all those years. I mean, we had we had the Staffords and we had the Aaron Murrays, but somehow you never won with guys like that. And I think Brian Kelly is always going to have that same problem. I think uh, I think Daniels was fine for the most part. Wide receivers dropped a couple touchdowns in the second half. Um, and then there was pressure all night. 
Couldn't really. There was pressure on both sides, though. I It didn't look like, to me, that Jaden Daniels had developed at all as a passer. Still could make plays with his legs. Still could get outside of the pocket. Um, still was making, you know, pretty good decisions with the football. But he had a few very bad errant throws, like Cam Newton after the Super Bowl. Errant throws. Um, receivers did drop a few balls. But it just, I don't know if the lights were too bright for him or, you know, if he just hasn't made any strides as a passer. But he did not, his game was not impressive to me last night. No, I mean. I know Jack didn't get to watch any of the games, so he's kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of silent on this just, one. Just taking what we what we got there. I, um, think we just, I think we just got caught up in a. In a uh, in a buzzsaw because I think Florida State will be a buzzsaw this year. The I could see them making the playoff, and if that's our one loss, then it is what it is. Week one, there's adjustments to be made, but on our schedule, I mean, the only game that I have circled is Alabama. Yeah, I think LSU be, still has a path. I think it'll be a very interesting story for both teams actually to see how they how they run the table this season. If if LSU can run the table, obviously they have a chance to make the playoff. And Florida State looked really good, but we'll see how they are against. Uh, ACC opponent Clemson, but I haven't seen anything from Clemson yet, though. They haven't played yet. Why well, no? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 so yeah. We, we just haven't seen oh, anything yeah, yeah. yet. I think Klubnik is going to be a dog this year, though, and I think he's going to be good. I don't think he's going to be. Well, like, they they did just bring Garrett Riley over from TCU, and that's their new offensive coordinator. So. I think he's going to be good. I don't think he's going to be like. I don't think he's going to be like Pac-12 quarterback good. I guess, I mean, I don't know if that's a hard expectation to live up to, but I think he could with Garrett Riley. I mean, if you're related to Lincoln Riley, you're going to have something going for you in football. I could see him being – if he plays well, he could be the best quarterback in the ACC. Drake May? Jordan Travis? I mean, Jordan Travis had – Jordan Travis balled last night. Um, but Klubnik, I feel like, has the same potential. I don't see Klubnik being and better. After I watched Drake May against South Carolina, I don't see Klubnik being better than Drake May. Drake May played really And good. I was not high on him. I already told you guys he wasn't in my top five Heisman candidates. I still don't know if he's top five for me um, based on just the way the Pac-12 quarterback showed up and played this weekend. Um, I know voter fatigue is a thing. Caleb Williams has nine touchdowns through two games. Um. At that pace, he's going to win Heisman again. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's going to take – it's not going to take Caleb playing poorly because Caleb is going to play well all year, I believe. It's more going to be like who can outperform him. It's not going to be like one of those one of those where he kind of loses it in week nine. I think it's going to be – it's probably going to be a Pac-12 quarterback that's just going to have more statistics and good wins and potentially whatever Pac-12 quarterback – Beats USC if there is one, I think will definitely float their Heisman uh, status to the top. And I think the player that has the best chance to do that is Michael Penix. After his, I wasn't too high on him um, when you and I'd also. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know much about him when you brought him up in the um, the previous episode on when we were talking about college football. I watched that kid on Saturday. The kid can play. He can flat-out play. Um, he's a playmaker on the ground. He's a playmaker through the air. He's got arguably the best arm 
in the Pac-12, and he's just a dog. Somebody I'm excited to see back on the field, though, after watching the Utes take on the Gators is Cam Rising. I think Cam Rising, he won't be a Heisman candidate, obviously. You can't miss a single game in a college football season and be a Heisman candidate. However, I think Utah is going to be a very good team this year. I mean, they looked good against Florida with a backup quarterback. With a backup quarterback, and I know they only put up 24, and it is the Pac-12, you got to put up points, but you don't have your best player. And let's just call it, Cam Rising is their best player. Not only is he your best player, he's your leader. He's the guy that everybody looks to. He's one of your most tenured guys on the team. And add all that into having, in my opinion, the best defense in the Pac-12, the Utes are going to be making a strong push, I believe, for Pac-12 champions again this year. I see them probably in vintage Utah fashion, probably losing a game to a team they shouldn't. A team they shouldn't. They won the Pac-12 last year. I think. Or I, especially this year of all years with all the quarterbacks, Knicks, Penix, Williams, Rising. Dante. Dante Moore, potentially. Uyagalale. Yeah, they look good, too. The Pac-12 could just... Pac-12 so, is going to be a juggernaut. It's, it's so you know what's going to be very... Falling cr- apart. It's so upsetting that they're falling you, apart with how talented they are. You know what's going to be crazy, though? The Pac-12 is going to have all that talent this year and still might not have a team in the college football playoff. Yeah, because I could just see them all beating each other. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of... Even the best Pac-12 teams this year could have two losses. Like Utah could beat Oregon. Then Oregon beats USC. USC beats Utah. Exactly. It's going to be a round robin. You know who that leaves a spot for in that playoff? Colorado. Primetime, baby. One loss, LSU. Hey, man, I was very happy to see Colorado take down TCU. I'm a big Dion fan. I mean, he played for the Falcons and the Braves, so I can't not be a Dion fan. One of the things I love the most about watching that game is they played hard-nosed football. They played disciplined football. They did not make many mental errors, and that team was so fun to watch, dude. Uh, four, they only had two receivers all season last year. Have 100-yard reception games. They had four. On Saturday, four. Shadir Sanders threw four TDs, 510 yards, the most yards by a quarterback in their FBS debut ever. Edwards is a dog. You give that man the ball in space, he's going to make plays. Travis Hunter is just a freak. a freak athlete. He played almost 120 snaps. Like the conditioning you have to have to do that, not only to do that, then you got to know both playbooks. You got to know your offensive playbook and your defensive playbook, and he makes one of the what might go down as one of the best interceptions of the season yeah. in Week One. On the goal line, while while also putting up 120 reception yards on 11 catches, it's going to be a fun team to watch. They definitely have a ceiling for sure. Um, I don't think they're going to beat Utah. I don't think they're going to beat USC. I think the Oregon game is going to be a lot closer than people think. Um. If it's a shootout, I like Dan Lanning. I like what he can do on defense. I think Oregon still has a little bit more talent on their roster than Colorado does this year. Um, but that could be a trap game for Oregon. I wouldn't count that out. I definitely see him having two losses in Utah and USC. Um, but they could be a really exciting team to kind of shake up the rankings in the Pac-12 this year. I find it really hard to imagine 
any team looking at Colorado and like looking past them just based on how much noise they're getting. Like there's this is the most unheard of thing in a college football offseason ever. It, they a team that had one win last year has been the talk of college football for the last 9 months. Like this is the most ridiculous turnaround at least press-wise in probably the history of college football and I feel like a lot of teams have that game circled because it's going to be like a we beat Deion Sanders Colorado like it's going to be that kind of game and like I really wish I would have took the took the over on their uh, win total for the season. Yeah. Four and a half is looking real real easy right now. Hammer it. I think they're going to start three and zero. Yeah. After week one, I got them beating Nebraska in their home opener, and I don't think Colorado State poses much of a threat right thereafter. I don't think. With Dion as your coach, I don't think you're going to come out slow, and I don't think you're going to play undisciplined football. I just think it's going to be hard. Now, is there going are there still teams that are more talented than them? Absolutely, but I don't think you're ever going to catch Colorado sleeping, and I don't think they're going to beat themselves. And if you can do that in college football, you become a very tough team to beat. Yeah, that's. I don't disagree with any of that. I think. I think they have a chance to make some noise if they do knock off one of those top Pac-12 teams. Um, but we're going to have to see how they play against Nebraska first in order to kind of make that assessment. I think that will be a, a fun game to watch at the very least. Um, Ohio State did not look, did not look good at about, all. I was about to touch on that. The quarterback situation has not been fixed in Columbus. McCord is not the answer. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to, as an Ohio State, like – I don't want to say hater, but like disliker. Yeah, I'm not a huge Ohio State fan. I don't. I don't. I'd rather see them lose than win in general. But I'm trying not to overreact too much because I feel like they've had similar things where week one they've started really slow against a lot of teams. Um, Ryan Day's a great coach. I'm sure they'll figure something out by week two and they'll try and beat their opponent 98 to one um, next week just to make a statement. Um, I just wasn't impressed by anything that I saw out of McCord. Yeah, it was a really boring game. It was just very The defense looked good. Yeah. The defense looked good, I guess, if you can give one nod to him. Um, but I definitely think Michigan's a team to beat in the Big Ten this year. Penn State? Yeah. Penn State's going to be good. I just I do like Penn State this year. I could see Penn State beating Ohio State this year. Drew Aller. Drew Aller look, looks really good. He looks like he's going to be the next – Answer for Penn State. It Sean Clifford was not the answer. Trace McSorley was not the answer. We also got to see. I I just don't know if Franklin can win a big game. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, he's a good yeah. coach. He's a good coach, but I put him in that Brian Kelly, Mark Rick category at the moment. Yeah, I was I was also just looking just quickly touching back on it. I was just looking at the Ohio State box score. Um, Abuka and Miles Harrison, Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison. Harrison Miles Harrison, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. combined five, five, catches, five catches for thirty-seven yards. Yeah, I mean, if you can't get the best wide receiver, let me take that back. If you can't get the best wide receiver tandem in college football, the football, you're gonna have a very long season. Yeah, so you've got a projected top ten pick in Marvin Harrison, and you can't get him the football. That's gonna be an issue. Especially when the running game was not really there either. So Michigan looked Michigan looked good. Michigan came out, took care of business. Definitely the team to beat in the Big Ten. 
Um, in the SEC, you know, Alabama looked solid. Alabama looked Alabama. Um, Jalen Milrow, I'm not going to – I'm not going to say he – he obviously didn't look bad, of course. You know, they won, what, you know, 50-something to seven, whatever it was. Um, he didn't look fantastic, in my opinion, either. Um I mean, hard to judge when you're playing Middle Tennessee State, but I don't think they have any small task in Texas in Week Two. Uh, Quinn Ewers played good football against Rice. Texas looked solid overall as a team. I think it's going to be a very tough matchup, and I had Texas winning that game last year if Ewers doesn't go down. I think they're winning that matchup this year. Um, I think, I think this weekend. Last year there were some studs on on both sides. On both sides. This year, I don't know if I'm gonna call Quinn Ewers a star. I think he will be. He's got star potential for sure. Star potential, but I don't know if he's a star. I think he's I think other than Quinn, there's not really a star on on Texas? On Texas's team? On offense, Xavier Worthy. I wouldn't call him a star right now. I'd call him a very good wide receiver, but he would I don't put him in the same category as Marvin Harrison. I don't or, put anybody in the same yeah, category nobody, as Marvin I'm Harrison saying, this year. Though. I think there's like stars and there's like first round picks. Like Xavier Worthy will probably be a first round pick. AD Mitchell from Georgia. There's nobody that like last year you had Bryce Young, you had Jameer Gibbs, you had wide receiver. I didn't, con- I didn't consider Gibbs a star. There's not a lot of big name guys in this matchup this year. No, which I think, in my so it's opinion, makes come it down more to, of an exciting game. It's going to come down to who can make the big, who can make the big time plays, who can have a big time game. Because there's not a lot of big time players this weekend in this game. I got more trust in Worthy than I do any of Alabama's receivers this year. And Ad Mitchell. And Ad Mitchell. That and they a, have the number one running back in the country, freshman. So I think I've got Texas winning the game. It's going to be. I tough. think it's going to be a very close game. It's going to be tough because they. I think they're going to make it a night game. It's going to be a home game for Texas. No, they're playing in Tuscaloosa. Playing in Tuscaloosa. Last, last year was in Texas, so they're going to have to go. Alabama loves their three thirty games, though. They love making people play in that heat. I'm hoping it's a prime time game. I think it's going to be the the seven o'clock game. It's got to be. They probably There's already scheduled. There. I know they're going to game day. I know game day is already headed there. College game day is there. Um. Let's see if we can. It's going to be crazy, man. Because last year it was the noon game on. <laughs> bless you. I think it was the noon game on Fox last year, but I think Fox already but has a. Texas was not hyped up last year like they were this year. Yeah. No, it's week two. Yeah, it was. Um, a lot of. I, the college football landscape is a lot more fun, in my opinion, to watch this year, though. As, based on this weekend, even as a Georgia fan. I didn't see any clear-cut number one. 7 o'clock. 7 it's going to be tough to go into Tuscaloosa and get a night game win on the road. but I think they can make it happen, though. I think, I think they got the team to do it. Um, yeah, I do like the college football landscape this year, though. A lot more competition. I think NIL, in terms of competition, has been the best thing college football has ever done. It's definitely shaking up the landscape. I don't know when's the last time when's the last time every team inside the top ten really had a solid chance at making the playoffs. Preseason or just in general? After week one. Um I mean there was only really one big 
matchup though. In week yeah, one. Yeah, I feel like uh, I I just don't know if I can get a baseline. I think it's going to take until week three or four to decide like who are true playoff contenders. I think this Alabama, this Alabama Texas game is going to be a big statement game. But the winner of that game is a contender. I think even the loser is still a contender because I think Texas uh, could still run the table and I think Alabama could still run the table. I don't know how many one loss teams we're going to see in there this year though. It's probably only going to be one because you're probably going to get. I mean, we we talked about the Pac-12 beating themselves up. So I maybe they could maybe a one loss Pac-12 team ends up being the champion. Maybe a one loss Big Twelve champion, depending on who it is, though. Yeah, I think um, Michigan's probably gonna. Michigan looks like a lock. Georgia, like just their defense is still solid. That's the one thing that like still have a top three defense in college football. I wasn't impressed with what I saw from Beck. I also am used to us starting pretty slowly on offense in week ones. The only yeah. the only game in recent memory week one, whether it be a very competitive game or a team that you know we we're just going to blow out, is the Oregon game. Um, but you know that was Stetson's second year coming off a national championship, so I expected us to put up points in that game. But like you look back at the Clemson game, there was no offense in that game. We won on a pick six, ten to three. A um, couple years, you know, the few years prior to that, always off to a decently slow start at the beginning of the season, which is why I like these tune-up games. So it's not uncommon to see. I still think we're we're a contender for sure. Um, outside of those two teams, though, it's kind of open. It's wide open, and that's what I'm saying about the college football landscape this year that I really enjoy. And that I think NIL has definitely added to. I think yeah. that is one benefit. Yeah, I think part of me loves NIL for that reason, but also part of me just like I can't get behind buying a player off of a school they want to go to because they can't like if you find a player who's who came from nothing and their dream school is to play for Kirby at Georgia, but Kentucky comes along and offers him $2 million and their family needs the money more, he's going to go to Kentucky. And I feel like it kind of, like, while, yes, that. I don't know, business is business. And that makes for that makes for more exciting teams to watch. But it also stacks teams like Georgia and Alabama because they have more money to spend than, like, a team like if a hometown kid wants to go to Kentucky, Georgia can pay him a lot more than Kentucky can. So it kind of takes away from that a little bit, I think. Yeah, but I think especially with the addition of some of these even, you know, smaller, not necessarily football schools to the ACC, to the Big Ten, to the SEC. There's going to be so much more money at all of these schools. I don't really think it, it it's not going to matter. Yeah. Like Cal, Stanford, and SMU. SMU going to the ACC, they're going to have more money than they've ever known what to do with. Atlantic Coastal Conference, baby. Texas and Oklahoma now in the SEC is going to pull – some of those bigger recruits from the Georgias, the LSUs, the Alabamas. Florida State being good again is going to take some of those recruits from Clemson. Um, I think, so far for me, it's made the game more exciting to watch because you don't have just your powerhouses. Because yeah. before you could make money, there was no reason to go. If you had a Georgia offer, you had an Alabama offer, or you had an LSU offer, you had a... Clemson offer. There was no reason to go anywhere else. You want to win. Those were the only schools being competitive. 
outside of the Ohio States and the Michigans. Um, so I really like it. I think it's widened the landscape. I think it's given other teams an opportunity to compete. Yeah, that's. I'm, those are all good points, I think. I think it'll be more interesting to see come next year with the expanded playoff. And that's not decided yeah. on yet. Yeah. I read something from the commissioner the other day. Well, they're going to say they haven't. The eight team or the was it eight or twelve? I forget. Twelve. The twelve team playoff is of, like officially starting in twenty twenty four. Whatever. They're going. I think they're going to have to make some modifications due to the. It's not completely set the way it's going to work. Right, I think because I think of conference format, realignment, I think the format isn't set yet. But I think the team number itself is just allowing more teams in. I think the twelve is set, but in terms of like how teams reach the playoff, I think is going to have to be reworked because it used to be. I think originally it was the five, five conference winners, the five conference winners, automatic bids, and then seven at larges. But considering now you have two teams in the Pac-12. You can't have a conference winner from the Pac-12. Well, there won't be a Pac-12, so so going to have to go elsewhere. Do four conference winners, eight at large, and those eight at large play each other, and those first four all get buys and play the winners of the at-large games. Um, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Little, develop a little NFL style, give more people some some. Buyers. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be really interesting. I'm. I'm personally. I think I'm going to really enjoy it because I don't think anything is going to beat sitting on the couch. In December, watching a home playoff game for like four are they, weekends are they in playing, a row. Is, have they decided that they're playing them home and away, or are they doing the, the neutral sites? The first round, I believe the f- the first round for sure. Right. Second they, round, they haven't they haven't decided entirely yet. It's not it's not a done deal one way or the other. Um, That's just what I've heard. The first round would be at home stadiums. Yeah. That'd be really cool. It's going to be interesting. We're going to bounce over to the NFL now, um, which we're all really excited for. I think it's going to be one of the most exciting NFL seasons in recent memory. You've got a lot of good teams, a lot of young teams, um, a lot of teams looking to make a statement this year. Um, Obviously, everybody's coming for the Chiefs and that throne. I don't think it's going to be easily taken this year. Um didn't lose many pieces. I am still hopeful um, that they get. I just had his name and I I lost it. He's holding out right now. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Chris I really Jones. hope they get Chris Jones back. Um, I don't. If, if they don't, that defense is going to be missing a very big piece. It's going to be big for the Lions on Thursday. No Chris Jones. Um, yeah, because golf with no pressure is going to slice and dice that defense. He's very good in the pocket. That is one thing we we've seen. If you if you can play golf off play action, like Sean McVay was able to do in that Super Bowl season with the Rams, Jared Goff can play very, very, very good football. I think Amon Ra should be healthy. They have Marvin Jones back. They have Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. I'm excited to see they how they use Gibbs. Probably. I think that defense is going to be solid for the Lions too. I think it's going to be better. Front seven should be good. Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Um, Heisman they re-signed Anzalone and got Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. I think they got Darius Slade too. Or their they DBs got, uh, are CJ. The biggest in question for me. Yeah, but they picked up three established NFL starters. They got Gardner Johnson, didn't they? You got CJ Gardner Johnson. Yep. They got that guy from the Steelers. What's his name? Oh fuck! What's his name? 
can't remember. It's not Hilton. Hilton's on the Bengals. Um, and they got one more guy out there. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a new, it's gonna be a new secondary. It'd be it'll be interesting to see if they gel week one. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game on Thursday night. Yeah, I think both definitely. teams are gonna put Cam up Cam Sutton. Cam, Cam Sutton. Sutton. I think both teams put up thirty plus. I was gonna say something like 38, 38 35. 35. Super Bowl score. Yeah, something like Same that. Um, I got the Chiefs winning week one. I do think the Lions are gonna be very good this year. I think the Lions can make a push to win the North. Um, but I don't think it's going to start with a win against the Chiefs. I agree. I, I think the Chiefs get it done. Tonight. The Chiefs just didn't lose very much offensively, um, and they've been Talking kind about of Juju Smith Schuster. Well, they did lock, They did lose Mister Corvette Corvette, but I, I don't think it's going to be a huge deal for them. And they lost Miko Hardman. Wow. Um, Their wide receiver one is going to be Kadarius Tony. Their wide receiver Moore. one is Travis Kelsey. I don't care what anybody's got to say. Um, I don't know. They, so uh, they lost Tyreek Hill last year. Everybody thought it was going to be, oh, the Chiefs aren't going to be any good. What are they going to do without Tyreek? And Patrick Mahomes came out and very Tom Brady esque, made all the receivers they had on the team just better by playing such a high level of football. I don't think they really miss a beat this season. Um, I don't know if I see them as repeat Super Bowl contenders without Chris Jones. It's just such a key part of their defense. However, I don't see them missing the playoffs. I don't. He's not going to hold out all season, though. Yeah, no. I think he'll be back. I honestly hope he. I think he will play this week. Um, if he I holds out all season, he loses his right as a free agent next season. So he would have to play another full season yeah. for the Chiefs. Okay, so they'll get him back at some point. They're going to be contenders again. Is all I got to say. And I think it's going to. They're going to set the tone in Week One. Um, I really like the Lions this year. I want to see the Lions do well. I think they're going to do well. I just don't think they're beating the Chiefs week one. Well, so that brings me into, I guess we'll get into some more matchups first, but let's let's just talk divisions really quickly. Um, we'll start with AFC because they have more competitive divisions than the NFC. Mm-hmm. AFC North. Uh, starting out hot. Starting out hot. I want to. I want to go ahead and put. You want to know my standings? <laughs> yeah. We'll start with Joe because there's going to be some sort of bias. All right. Well, I'm. I'm going to be more realistic than Nick Wright. Number one is going to be the Bengals. Unfortunately, this is going to be the last season the Bengals win it though. Number two mm. is going to be the Steelers. Kenny Pickett is going to be the breakout player of the year. George Pickens is going to emerge as a wide receiver one. Najee Harris is going to be back to his form from his rookie season. And our defense is arguably the best in the division. Number three is the Ravens. All of their starters are injury prone. Lamar Jackson is not a good quarterback. And their defense is not as good as Pittsburgh's. And the last is the Browns because, you know, they're the Browns. Their quarterbacks are rapists. Their defense isn't, isn't that good. Jesus. Um, well, I guess we'll just go down the line. Yeah, we'll go down the line here. I also have the Bengals in first. I think they have just a really well-structured roster. I think um, if the defense can play just a little bit better than last year, I think they're easily a Super Bowl contender with their offense at the very least. They easily have the best quarterback in that division Yep, and the best wide receiver. Yep. I think the Ravens are second. I think, contrary to what Joe said, I think Lamar Jackson actually is a, is a pretty good quarterback. Uh, I just think it's really hard to defend two ways against a player like that. Um, Until his leg gets hurt. 
Barring injuries, barring injuries, um, I think the Ravens are the second best team in that division. I have the Browns as the uh, as oh the third best God. team in that division. I think they, I think they're really talented. Um, their offense is just great. I think, I think, despite Deshaun Watson's track record, I think they got Deshaun Watson and a woman beater behind him. Three seconds well, behind him, Kareem. Kareem doesn't play for them anymore. Who does he play for now? Uh, I don't know, but I, he was, he was like, taking visits with the Saints and Vikings last like two weeks oh. ago. Well, they got, got the best. They got the best running back. In Most consistent running back in the NFL. Most consistent running back in the NFL. And the best running back in that division. And definitely the best running back in the division. Amari Cooper's probably, what, the third best receiver in that division? Second best? Behind Jamar Chase, and I, I don't know what you want to say about T. Higgins, but second or third best receiver in the division. Oh, David Njoku's man. a great tight end. I think GP could be a better receiver this year than Amari. I think he could but be, Amari, but as of right now. As of right now, Amari would be my second best receiver as well, just... For consistency and longevity, and I think I think that secondary is very underrated with uh, Greg Newsom and uh, uh, Denzel Ward. But so, do you have the Browns winning ten games? Then mm, I think they'll win nine or ten. I think it'll be close. I don't think the Steelers are going to go like four and twelve, four and thirteen, or whatever. I think the Steelers are the last place team going nine and eight, eight and nine. They're always somewhere hovering around there. Um, what do you? What are they missing this season in that division, in your opinion, to have them in last? An experienced quarterback. I don't think Kenny Pickett is exper- – I think he will be, hopefully. I just don't think he has the experience to to uh, lead the team, lead a young younger offense at least through uh, through some of that tough, ske- tough AFC North schedule. But. All right, Lance, what do you got? I've got the Bengals at one. We knew that was coming. I think if this is the year they're finally going to get over the hump and do it, or if there was a year, this is it. I feel like they've only improved from last year. What's the offensive lineman's name from the Chiefs? Leo, oh, oh, from the oh, Chiefs. Uh, Orlando Brown? Yeah, Orlando. We signed Orlando Brown. Leo Collins. We extended Trey Hendrickson. We, we got Sam Hubbard, too. Secondary is going to be a little questionable. Sketch. Questionable. Cam Taylor Britt is going to be good, though. Daxton Hill. You did lose Jesse Bates. Yeah, but Daxton Hill is going to be a good safety, and Cam Taylor Britt's in year two. You lost your, your biggest piece. You lost, uh, what's his name, the Dolphins corner now. What's his name? Smack Talker. Eli, Eli Apple. Apple. Yeah. Lost Eli Apple. That's that was not loss. a big loss. <laughs> that was I not think, a big loss. I think that was actually a gain. Yeah, you might have you might have benefited a game from Yeah, because now he they don't have a corner with a target on his back. And then offensive line is going to be fully healthy to start the year. And we got Orlando Brown. Is, so, wait, so who's with your, that offensive line, is Jonah Williams, like, because I know y'all drafted him like 13th, like three or four years ago, offensive tackle. So, do y'all have Jonah Williams, Leo Collins, and Orlando Brown all playing tackle? Like, where, who's out of that rotation? I don't know at the moment. Because I know, I know Jonah Williams was the first tackle taken like four years ago. Well, I think either way, their their offensive line is going to be improved. So pretty sure we have. Yeah, what's your got, who's so your second place team? We've got Lyle Collins. Oh, Lyle Collins is hurt right now. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so gotcha. I've got. I'm going to have the Ravens at number at number two. Okay. I'm going to have the Steelers at three, the Browns at four. Um, right. I there's not much separating them. I think the Ravens probably win, like. 10, maybe 11 games as their ceiling. 
Steelers probably win nine, so like a game or two separating them. But they have the advantage at quarterback. And I think at wide receiver overall, I think the Ravens have a better wide receiver group. Than, okay. than who? Than the so Steelers. Week four when Odell Beckham's on IR. So I have the Bengals winning the division. Easy. I don't think it's close. Bengals sweep from us. I think it, they win by two games or more. I could um, see them winning like, like a 13 game. Yeah. I think they'll go like 13 and four. Best quarterback in the division by far. Mm-hmm. Best wide receiver tandem in the division by far. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Mixon is no slouch. Upgraded offensive line. Questions in the secondary, but that front will still be good this year. Um, not really going to miss a beat. I am going back and forth on number two, and I have a couple reasons why. Kenny Pickett is an unproven quarterback, and I never like to pick the unproven guy. They also, in my opinion, I'm a big GP fan, but he's still unproven. I don't, and I don't have faith in Deontay Johnson. So I do think the Ravens, barring any, in, barring any injuries, have the better wide receiver core. They also have the best wide receiver core that Lamar has had since he's been there. And I have a lot of faith in Todd Munkin as an offensive coordinator. With that being said, the Steelers have the better running back. Their offensive line is still questionable, in my opinion. I don't know how much trust... I have in it this year, um, and that's going to be a big, big Our biggest question teller. mark is tackle, and we got Broderick, so as long as he can. They got to be able to run the ball this year. That was, that was something y'all struggled with last year, and if you can't run this year, it's going to be very tough for Kenny Pickett to play well. We ran the second half of the season. The first half, Najee had a screw in his foot. Got Jalen Warren, too. Yeah, so, but Broderick's not starting. He isn't? No. Some guy in training camp that we had last year, I guess, beat him out. We will, we will see. That's my biggest question mark. Can they run the football? Um, with all that being said, I think I do personally think that Mike Tomlin is the better coach. I think they have the better defense, and I'm just not the biggest Lamar fan. I think it's going to be one game, um, but I do have the Steelers in second this year. Let's go. I got him winning 10 games. I got <laughs> I got Lamar and the Ravens winning nine games. Um, I just don't think with – I think the Steelers have more depth. I think they're better coached. They have the better defense. And I don't think Kenny is going to be bad. I don't know if he'll be great, but I think they can win more games than the Ravens just with their defense and their coaching. That puts the Ravens in three – and I've got the Browns at four. I just don't have a lot of faith in Deshaun Watson. I don't think we're going to get a Texans Deshaun Watson ever again. Um, the only thing they really have going for them is Nick Chubb. They've got the worst wide receiver room in that division. Um, and while they do have a good defense, they're poorly coached compared to the other three teams in that division. Um, they've got a tough schedule. And like I said, I don't have faith in ever seeing a Houston Deshaun Watson again. Um, I do think the Ravens could finish second, but it's going to be separated by one game. The Ravens are going to win 10, or the Steelers are going to win 10. The other team is going to win nine. Um, 
I just have a little bit more faith in the coaching and the defense of the Steelers than I do the Ravens. Before before we move past this division, I was like considering putting the Browns in second. Like there was some consideration there. But they're all I mean they've ever since they got ever since they got like Odell back in the day, they've always been hyped up every every preseason. I don't and think they're, they're getting any hype the this bed. year, though. I don't think they're getting any hype. I think everybody thinks they're going to finish fourth. I think the only reason they're getting hype is because they don't want to hype up Deshaun because, you know. Yeah, well, barring, obviously, his personal history is not ideal. Um, I think he could have a really good season this year. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand why everybody believes that that Deshaun Watson's just gone. He didn't get hurt. Well, most players, when they sit out, I mean, the last player to really sit out was Le'Veon Bell. We but haven't yeah. seen hasn't anybody. Been a really good player that's come back from a year long absence. Yeah. That was not an injury. Yeah. I think the reason I'm saying that is because it wasn't an injury. I know he's been sitting out, but now he's. He, he's no, but we. That, seven games. that was my point there is that we, unless it's been an injury that has kept you out for an entire season, we have not seen anyone in recent memory that I can think of that has had to sit out a season and come back and play better. Michael Vick. I, he didn't. He was never as good as he was on the Falcons with the Eagles. I don't know. That, 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 those Eagles years were – He did have Andy Reid, though. He did have sure. the best coach in, in football. Kevin Stefanski isn't exactly Andy Reid. But I, I, I think that the Ravens have a lot of injury concerns as – Said, which is why which I have is, them below the Steelers, and which is why I almost put the Browns above them. I have a lot of faith in. I don't know if it's my Nick Chubb. I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a Steelers fan, um, and I don't think they have the best roster in that division. Which is why they have. Which is why they're behind the Bengals. I don't even think they have necessarily a better roster than the Ravens. My issue is the Ravens are injury prone. If Odell goes down, your wide receiver one is now a rookie in Zay Flowers. Rashad Bateman's probably. Bateman's okay. Bateman's yeah. okay. Well, they have, Mark Andrews, they have Mark Andrews too. I don't know. That's the one thing they have, but I I like Pat Fryer. I like the coaching. I think the yeah, AFC North year in and year out a lot of times comes down to coaching. There's two really, really good coaches in that division. And I got more faith in Tomlin than I do. Harbaugh. Zach, Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. I don't know if he's a great coach. Zach Taylor's the second best coach in that division. I don't. I think he's really? third. I think Jim Harbaugh is second. Harbaugh won a Super John Harbaugh. Uh, John Harbaugh. I'm no, talking about now. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. I'm talking about not maybe not historically. I'm saying right now, I'd rather have John Harbaugh than Zach Taylor. I would too. I, I don't know. We'll see. I we'll think see. the Bengals would be better if they had Harbaugh as a coach. I agree. I think they'd be less um, innovative. On the offensive side of the ball, I think they'd be more, more. Uh, I think Todd Monken's going to open up that playbook this oh. year, though, and the Ravens have the opportunity to be very explosive. Why do you think they'd be more one-dimensional with Harbaugh? Um, he doesn't seem like, like I guess he had Flacco when he was before Lamar. Mm-hmm. Flacco makes it seem boring, but in the last like six years with Lamar, they've been run heavy, pass heavy. Like they've they've flipped it around a good bit. But Todd Monken's going to open up Lamar, that playbook this year. It's not really to – if he had, like, a Joe Burrow quarterback, he wouldn't be – like, that system was built just for Lamar uh, Jackson. System. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on from the AFC North. I don't want to dive too far into most of the rest of these divisions. 
we'll just kind of touch and go. Um, let's go AFC South really quickly. Um, can we all agree that the Jags are going to be the division winner? Yeah, by probably six probably games, four, three, four, three, four games. Yeah. Second place, the Titans. Titans yeah. And then it's going to be um, crap shoot. A bar, yeah, it's going to be a bar fight for worst team in that division between Houston and the Colts. I think, I think Houston I has think, the edge. I think as in they're better or they're worse. They're better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's they're better. A, that's just such a that's going to be such a boring division to watch. Very this d- year. boring division. Um we will go AFC West. Can we all then agree again that the Chiefs will be the division winners? Yeah. I don't think it's much of a I debate. do think the Raiders have a chance to be the second best team in that division this year. I've got a lot of faith in the Chargers. I've got the Raiders going fourth in my predictions. Yeah, I'm I'm with I think Chargers are this surefire second. Yeah, I think Chargers. And I think the Broncos. I don't know. I don't think the Broncos will the be The Broncos great. are my surefire lock for worst team in that division. I think they'll be better I think than the Raiders. They're more talented than the Raiders. They got a better like, quarterback more all when around. he's a like when he's actually a quarterback and not last year. I think Russell Wilson can return to Seahawks Russell Wilson. But so we got Chiefs one. Chiefs one. I um, Chargers two. I don't mind the Chargers at two. I think it's going to be close though. I like the Raiders roster this year. I like the Raiders roster. They got a new change at quarterback. I like Jimmy G. Um, he's not flashy. He's not going to put up you know Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow numbers like that. He's a good game manager. Um, he's got one of the best wide receivers in football in Devonte Adams. He's got arguably the best running back. Runner, the the best overall back in the league is probably Eckler, but the best runner in the league to me is Josh Jacobs. I don't know why, but that team just feels so old. Like that that defense, like um, Chandler Jones. How old is Chandler Jones? Like 34? 34, 35. And then Marcus Peters, who they were claiming to be like a massive signing, is like thirty. Right, twenty nine past mm. his prime, way past his prime. I wouldn't say way past his prime. That's a, I mean, that's a stretch. Max Crosby, it feels like the only. Like, Max Crosby is going to be the threat. third best edge rusher in football this year. I'm calling it now. Y'all can come yeah. back to this. You're going to have TJ Micah. if he can stay healthy. Micah. You're going to have Nick Bosa. You're not considering Micah Parsons an edge rusher. I don't think he's going to be better than the three guys that I just listed. You think you think Max Crosby is gonna have a better season than Micah Parsons and Miles Garrett? I do. Mm, no, that's crazy. I just don't think there's a lot of good energy surrounding the Raiders, Raiders organization. Right now. I think they have the best energy and like look forward, like look ahead to a season they've had in in a long time. I don't think I don't that's know. true. They lost their starting quarterback that they've had for 6 years who has multiple franchise records for them. They had for to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but for the first time in a season they don't have any scandals surrounding the team. They don't have an Antonio Brown <laughs> issue going into the Frostbite. into the year. Like they at least have their roster set. I like Josh McDaniels as a coach. He's I don't. I'm not a big fan of McDaniels. I'm not either. You don't have to like him, but I think he's going to be a good coach. Uh, he's coached Tom, uh, he was around Tom. Every Bill Belichick coach was around Tom, and all of them. Randy, pretty much. Besides, I like Josh McDaniels. I think that team's. I don't know. know. (laughs) That team's not winning the West, but I think it's going to be. I don't. Better than the Broncos. I think they're missing the playoffs. 
I think both of them missed the playoffs, the Broncos and the Raiders. I think they're both going to go like eight and nine. Yeah. Um, I think the Chargers, like. I don't like, I have no faith in Staley. I have absolutely, we're going to talk coaches in the NFL. He's like the bottom tier for me in NFL coaches. What's that guy's name from the Cowboys? Kellen Moore. They got, they just got him, right? Kellen Moore, yeah, a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, I have but, a lot of faith in Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's like. Yeah, he's great, but you you can only think, do so much. But I think he could have like a MVP type season. He had almost an MVP type season his rookie year, and you see how that turned out. He also has his wide receiver one is one of the oldest wide receivers in the league, in Keenan Allen. Yeah, but they just Mike Williams him. is injury prone. Quinn Johnson, Quinton Johnson's going to be solid. But I think he's going to be good. They have a really good offensive line. They just drafted. Who was the offensive line that they drafted? The tackle they drafted, uh, or the guard they drafted, like two years ago. They got hurt this past. He didn't play a snap. Like I said, you can oh, you can only do so much with your coaching, and I have the least amount of faith in Brandon Staley. You have less faith in Brandon Staley than you do in Mike Mc, or Josh McDaniels. Um, we're talking roster. The Chargers have a better roster. If we're talking overall coaching, I think Brandon Staley's the worst coach in that division. Brandon. And I won't think otherwise until he can win a playoff game. Didn't he win one? Didn't he beat the Ravens a couple years ago? Uh, I don't remember. The play that still sticks out to me is that game against the Raiders where both teams could have went to the playoffs. Wow. And he decided to take, and that that's very indicative to me of talking about his entire coaching career. Rashawn Slater. Slater. I, think, hey. I think Slater didn't play a lot last year, if I'm not mistaken. And Jamari Sawyer played. I have no doubt they have the the second best roster in that division. He's I think they're very poorly the coached. Chargers in the postseason. They lost this year. Yeah, I don't know. He's got to win a playoff game for me to have any faith because what about he's got the second best quarterback in that division, and he has since Herbert got into the league. So your criteria for like trusting a coach is like winning a playoff game, just in general. I wouldn't say in general, but with the talent that he has to have done nothing so far with it, yeah, I don't have very much faith in him. I don't know. I well, Josh McDaniels, I don't think has ever had a record over five hundred, which is why I have no faith in him. I think he's only he coached two teams. He coaches Denver, Denver, and then the Raiders. The Where Denver, the first eight, Denver, nine, eight and nine or eight and eight, three and nine, six and eleven. He coached. He said Denver, Denver, and then the Raiders. When did he coach Vegas? This past Are you talking like this past year? This past year, 6-11. Yeah, I didn't think that team was very good overall. I did think it was time for a quarterback change. Um, I like Derek Carr. I have no problems with Derek Carr. I just think that whole like system, it, it they just rode Derek Carr too long. Um, I mean, they gave him the weapons to do well. They gave him Josh Jacobs. They had... Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, like Darren Waller, like he. Yeah, had, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, that's why I think it was just it was just time for a change. Um, yeah, and I just like I said, I don't have any a zero faith in Brandon Staley for the amount of talent that he has to have done nothing with it so far um, is just not a good sign to me. Yeah. So, I do think. I do think if he can coach well this year, they will be the second best team in that division for sure. I've got the Broncos at the bottom, though. I think it could go either way. I think they're both going to go somewhere between 7 and 10 and 9 and 8. I think both of them. I could see the Raiders going, like, there is a world in my head where they go 5 and 12. But I'd, I'd probably bet on them winning seven seven games. 
It's about where I have the Broncos. About six, seven wins. Yeah. I don't Sean think... Sean Payton should be. I don't. I just don't think we're going to get vintage Russell Wilson again. I don't I don't think he's anywhere to be found. Um who's their uh, their back? Their running back. Javante Williams. Williams. He tore his ACL in like week 4 of last year. Okay. He's going to be solid. Yeah, I got him in fantasy. I think he's going to be good. He's going to be solid, but he's going to definitely at least be the third best running back in that league. In that division. Yeah, yeah. Or in that division. Yeah, he could mm-hmm. be could be fourth. Yeah, third. Yeah. Uh take him over Pacheco. Pacheco's in the better system though. That's true. With a better coach and the better quarterback. With less pressure on him to perform. Yeah. So, Javante could end up being number four. Um, we'll jump over to the NFC now. Well, AFC or no, I'm East. sorry, AFC East. AFC East. Well, that's an interesting one. Super interesting. <sighs> that might be the most interesting. It's going to be the most fun division to watch this year. Can we all agree, at least, that the Patriots are going to be last? Yeah. 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 Probably five, six, seven wins, somewhere in there. And when you cut the only two backup quarterbacks on your roster. I think... Yeah, I think that's a real resi- Bill Belichick move. Them both to the practice squad, though, if I'm not mistaken. That was a real Bill Belichick move. Um, I thought they were going to get Trey Lance when they did that. All right, so we'll yeah. go. We'll go AFC North style with this one again. Okay. Joe, walk us through it. One or two, I could see. I could either see the Bills staying on top, or I could see the Dolphins knocking off the Bills for one. It's all going to come down, I think, to Tua if he can stay healthy this season. Because if he stays healthy, I think they win the division. But if he doesn't, I think it's about the Bills' window is about to, is in the midst of closing at being one of the top teams. So I think it could happen this year, it could not. But I'm going to say Tua. I want to say Tua is healthy. He should be. If Tua stays healthy all year, I got. I think they've the, been training him all off season on how to take hits better. I got Tua at number one, or I got the Dolphins at number one. Yeah. I was laughing at him saying training him to take hits better. Yeah, I got the Bills at number two. Probably yeah. they'll probably still make. I mean, they'll definitely still make the playoffs. Three, the Jets. I think Aaron Rodgers. They're going to have a good year. I think I could see him getting like ten, ten wins. Yeah. But I still don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. And then, and then number four, Patriots. the New England Patriots. Whack. We yeah. know where we know where um, Jack's going at number one. Bills. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have that. I, I'm flipping. I'm. I'm switching up. I wearing think, the Dolphins jersey. So I uh, just. I thought you know, not even my favorite team. I just thought it was a fun one to wear. Um, I do think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna have 11 or 12 wins. Like I think they really could win the division. They have every opportunity to, as long as Tua stays healthy. Um, I actually think the Bills are also gonna go 12 and 11, but they'll have the head-to-heads, like the 12 or 11 win range. Um, I think they both are right in that ballpark. There, it's like a fifty-fifty shot. I just think the Bills have the advantage, um, coaching. They have the quarterback advantage. They have the defense advantage. Like I, I think they'll, they'll maybe win one more game, um, and then I have the Jets at at th- uh, three. I think they'll same thing. Win ten games, nine games. Um, it's really hard to count Aaron Rodgers out until he gets to the first round of the playoffs and inevitably loses to like the Commanders or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got, I got Bills, Dolphins, interchangeable, honestly, but I'll take the Bills, um, and then the new look Jets, and then the boo-boo Patriots. I have, I have the exact same standings as Joe. I think the, I think the Dolphins can tear up that division if Tua. I look stupid. I'm wearing the jersey and I have them in (laughs) second. If Tua plays all year, 
Y'all are going to like my rankings. Oh, here come the Jets. And I've never, I mean, I'm biased because I am a Bengals fan. I like Joe Burrow. I don't like the Bills. I'm not a fan of them. And, again, this year, other than changing their running back from one one guy to, like, the same exact. James Cook. I don't think James Cook is going to be a stud. I think he'll be okay, serviceable. But they just have not really done anything to make that team better than the Chiefs or the Bengals or, um, like, the Eagles, Niners. They have not, they have not mm. done anything to put themselves in the discussion with the rest of those teams. They have the comeback player of the year, though. I think this season you're going to see a A-B level blow up from Stephon Diggs one of these one, uh, of, the one weeks. of these diva days. Yeah, and I feel like the way people talk about Kirk Cousins on primetime is Josh Allen in a playoff game. Uh, he played, he played he super well in the AFC Championship against the Chiefs. Yeah. Like five touchdowns. He just touchdowns. didn't. What, two he years ago? He didn't get the ball. Yeah. And then he did play did well. He, he he did not play well this year against, against the Bengals. The Bengals? Yeah. No, but that was a, just a bad ending to the season overall for the Bills. Dolphins started Skylar Thompson. And it was so. a close game. It was, close game. It was right. like 35-32. Yeah, something like that. Y'all are not going to like this. Oh. You're not going to like this. Oh. I've got the Bills winning the division. Oh, okay. I've got them still as the best team in that division. They have the best defense in that division. Um, They've got the best quarterback in that division. And if he doesn't have a A B level blow up this year, I like Diggs over Tyreek. Tyreek's a good speedster. Uh, I like Diggs route running. I like Diggs hands. Um, And I like his chemistry with Josh Allen more then I like Tyreek Hill with Tua. I don't think Tua is going to be able to stay healthy. Um, that many concussions in one year, dude, does something to you. Bubble wrap him. And I just don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy. And they don't have – their backup option is not good. And it, Hey, they got White. That's he's not going to be able to do chance. with that. He's not going to be able oh, to Mike perform. White. Mike White. He's not going to be able to perform with that team – like they're going to need to to win that division. Hey, Mike White's a dog. And number two, and number two, <laughs> I've got the New York Jets. Yep. I still think, I think they have the better defense in the Dolphins. Um, Sauce is going to come out and be a top three cornerback in the league again this year. They've got a great D-line. The only questionable part for me would be their linebackers. Their O-line. And I think their linebackers are going to be serviceable compared to their DBs and their line. Um, their O-line is a bit questionable. Is McCock back to play this year? I believe so. Because um, I know he's having, like, serious, like, off the field. Like, he couldn't. They have the best running back tandem in that division yeah. in Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. They honestly might have, like, Honestly, it's like core-wise, core-wise, like total core, not just single player. Like, they might have a better receiver core than – they definitely have a better receiver core than the Bills, I think. Like, total core, like top four receivers. They do. They um, definitely do. Um, the Dolphins are kind of a toss-up because they have two greats and then two kind of – Really, yeah, pretty bad. Um, I think Garrett Wilson is going to come out and ball this year. I'm talking like 13, 1,400 reception yards ball this year. I think Brees Hall is going to have a good year coming off of injury. 
I think Dalvin Cook gets a little rejuvenated on a new team with the opportunity to compete and win um, alongside Aaron Rodgers. It looks like Aaron Rodgers is enjoying football again, which I think for the division and for the league is a scary sight. I think last year was a fluke year. The man didn't want to play. He had no desire to be in Green Bay. Green Bay was not a contender. It never was going to be a contender last year. He's got a contender on paper this year. I think he's going to come out and play slightly under MVP level ball. There's just too many young guys that are really, really good now. Um, one of them being Trevor Lawrence, who I think is going to be in that MVP conversation this year. Mr. Um, overall. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rodgers is going to me. Aaron Rodgers is going to have 42, 4,300 yards this year. Garrett Wilson's going to have 1,300 reception yards. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook are going to be an insane running back tandem, and um, it's going to be Sauce Island out there. I just think that team on on paper right now is more appealing to me than the Dolphins, who I have at number three. Um, Does number I, three for you make the playoffs? In that division, number three could make the playoffs. In that division, you could have three playoff teams, in my opinion. I got the Bills winning 13 games. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets have every opportunity to win 12. Um, could be 11. I think they have a tough schedule. I could be wrong, though. I got the Dolphins winning 10 or 11 and finishing third. So I think there is a world where three a- three AFC East teams make the playoffs, and then the Patriots will win five, six games this year. Who's winning on Monday night? Who's playing Monday night? Bills, Bills Jets. Jets. I'll take the Bills. Opening weekend? The Jets. Mm. It's at home? Correct? I don't know where it the is. The Jets? I'll tell you. I believe it's a home game for the Jets. I think it's in Buffalo. The Jets have the 25th hardest schedule schedule in the NFL also. The Bills or the Jets? Jets. The Bills have 26. So, again, it doesn't – not completely out of the question for both teams to win 11-plus games. It's always nice when ESPN freezes up. Yes, um, it is Buffalo's a two and a half point favorite in it's New York or in New Jersey, actually. So it's at home. Yeah, for the Jets. Yep, Jets. I'll take the Bills. Gonna be a great start for the Jets to open up this season. All right, we'll move over to the NFC, which won't be as much to talk about. We'll start obviously with the most competitive division in the NFC to me, which is the NFC West. Mm. East. I think the NFC is more competitive, but you think so? Yeah. Competitive wise, I think that the I don't think I think the Forty ers are easily going to win the West. East had three playoff teams last year. I think I think actually I, I think I the, think the NFC West is fair. the least competitive. No, I forgot about the Cardinals not having anyone, Tyler or D Hop or a running back, and the Rams um, being thirty eight years old. I think the Rams are going to be better this year. I think they'll win seven games, but. Who's the uh, who's the, who's the second place team in that division last the year? Seahawks. Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to be good. Yeah, I, just I think, think the 49ers and the Seahawks will make the playoffs again. I think it's really hard to like for the Seahawks to get exponentially better though. Like I feel like they're just kind of on like a like one of these, just kind of riding a little bit of an uptrend. I don't th- I don't think they got exponentially better this offseason. I do like their wide receiver room. I do PK, too. But Tyler I Lockett and um, and Jigba. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't Jigba. trust Geno Smith at all. Mm. I, I know he had a good season last year, but like he had a good first half. If you look at the like 
this first versus second half. His first half of the season was like amazing. The second half was like average. That's below a, average. I, I don't think he's like I saw some quarterback rankings that put him at like eight in the NFL. I don't think he's a top thirteen, fourteen quarterback. 49ers are still a Super Bowl contender. Not, yeah. That they just have so good. I don't really think it matters who you put a quarterback on that team. It's going to be hard to beat. Unless it's Trey Lance. They have yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Trey Lance. They have Josh the best Johnson back in there. They have the best defense in the NFC. Yeah. They have a top three running back in the NFC in TMC. Debo, while he's not the best wide receiver in terms of like what we normally think of as a wide receiver. Best gadget player in the NFL. Yeah, he's probably. just so versatile. Um you add that on top of Brandon Ayuk, who's a great receiver in my opinion. George and Kittle. hopefully a healthy George Kittle this year. The team's just a juggernaut. Really so, good offensive line. So we can all agree it'll go 49ers, 49ers Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. And the Cardinals will lose, or the Cardinals will win five games or less. Yeah. Stetson Bennett's going to come in week three and win offensive rookie of the year. Five games for the Cardinals. You're being serious. No. I was about to say, I love Stetson, but I don't, I don't see him winning offensive rookie of the year. Five I do games think for he'll, the Cardinals is generous. I do think Stetson will see the field this year. I do too. I think the Cardinals are going to win like two games. It's going to be pretty bad. But, um, yeah, I hope Stetson sees the field. All right, so let's go NFC East. Do we have a consensus winner, or are we all a little split on this one? Depends on if you're a Cowgirls I'm a Cowboys fan. hater, so. I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles. I got Eagles. Eagles. Cool. We all agree there. I, they didn't lose much. Yeah, they lost. They lost a lot. on yeah, uh, TJ Edwards. They lost. What's his name? The TJ Tackle. Hargrave. Hargrave. They lost Javon Hargrave. Where did he go? The 49ers? 49ers. They're going to replace him with either Jaylen Jordan Carter, Davis Jordan or Jalen Carter in the middle. TJ Edwards will be replaced with Nicobe Dean. They've got they still have Fletcher Cox, who I know is old, but that veteran presence means a lot to that defense. Um they didn't get any worse. They got better on offense. DeAndre I think, Swift, right? I think they're yeah. gonna be Miles I think, Sanders and DeAndre Swift are very, very yeah. bad. If DeAndre be, Swift is healthy, he's better than Miles Sanders. That would be the one that's the one question mark. Yeah. I think I, they're gonna be a little bit worse than they were last year in terms of coaching. Didn't they lose both their coordinators after the Super Bowl? I believe. I know so. they lost yeah. at least one. They lost both. The yeah, they'll be a little bit. They'll be a little bit. Worse. I think Jalen Hurts takes an even bigger like. Think uh, there's better. not much. Yeah, there's not room for much. There's not better. much room for improvement, but I think he's better this season. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFC this year. Um, yeah. I think he'll be yeah. top five this year. Yeah, the NFC quarterbacks are really interesting. Like Derek Carr could end up being a top four NFC quarterback. Like it's very well. I'm saying I think Jalen Hurts is a top five NFL quarterback this season. Yeah, yeah. You got Pat. Is. You got Pat. You got Burrow. Allen. Allen. Lawrence. Um, Lawrence. Did you put Herbert in there? Already? I was going to say Justin Herbert. I think just Can this season, it? and you guys aren't going to like this one. <laughs> I, Rogers is going to be a top five quarterback to That's me this fine. season. I don't. That's fine. I don't hate that. But that that you're pushing Jalen Hurts like nine now. Nine. Like, if, if you don't have – do you have all those guys above Jalen Hurts? I've got Pat, Burrow, Allen. Allen. That's solidified. Yeah. I right think here. T-Law comes in at four yeah. this year. I'll yeah, take, I guess I've got Rodgers at five. I'll take Herbert before I take Hurts. Because of the system, the coaching, and the division, I've got Hurts at six, Herbert at seven. Uh, yeah, I think, you know – as much as as much as Joe is gonna hate it, I think Lamar Jackson is probably a top eight quarterback. No, he's top top eight running back, maybe. He'll be top twelve. <laughs> we're, still on, we're still on that. He'll be top twelve. I mean, he's top better. 12? He's better than top Justin 12. Fields. Um, 
Yeah. I, like, that's like Kirk Cousins. I really better. I really hate to do it, but Dak's going to be better than Lamar this year. No, he is not. Dak is he, horrible. You know, I was, I've was i been reading a lot of comments on a lot of our posts, especially the interception one the other day. Dak's touchdown-to-interception ratio, we, we have a lot of recency bias. His touchdown-to-interception ratio is like one of the best historically all time. Yeah, but this offseason, off Mike McCarthy literally said, we're going to run the ball. We're going to like ground and pound. Yeah. Mike McCarthy's taking over the offense this year. Tony Pollard. But it's style. the best offense he's had since he's been there. So is Lamar. I mean, it's just about the same. Tony Pollard's going to revive the running game, which is something they've lacked for two years with Zeke. CD is going to be a dog this year. Um, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is going to have a good season. He's going to be a serviceable wide receiver, too. Who's their tight end this year? Uh, they, uh, the, um, the kid with the long last name. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Um, he's like our second year, third year guy. Derek Carr will probably end up being top ten quarterback. Derek Derek Carr with Lamar this year. I maybe just, maybe I just maybe I'm just like a Lamar. Like I just enjoy watching Lamar play football too much. Yeah, I'm he's like, fun I'm, to watch. But he's I, fun to watch. He's just not Jake Ferguson. That's the tight end for the Cowboys. Not a big. Like, I don't. I don't know. I'm just not high on him, and I'm not high on that wide receiver room. At all. At all. It, it's not much better than years past, in my opinion. OBJ's yeah. old and injury-prone. Zay Flowers is going to be good, but he's a rookie. And Rashad Bateman is not anything special. He's got a great safety net, though, and Mark Andrews. J.K. Dobbins can catch it out of the backfield. J.K. JK Dobbins has got to stay healthy. Their whole team needs to learn how to stay healthy. It's going to be a tough season, I think, for the Ravens. Um, Do you think their style of play is what makes them... More injury-prone right now? Like the option offense? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You're putting a lot of players in harm's way. You're literally reading who's going to get hit first, and they get hit regardless. So, probably. So, who's Eagles win? I got Cowboys at Cowboys two. At two. Cowboys at yeah. two. Giants. Giants. Giants three. I think Daniel Jones is going to regress this year. Yeah, I don't think. I think they'll go like nine and eight. I don't think they'll have like. I think the Cowboys will go like ten and seven. I yeah. got the Eagles winning 13 games. Yeah, 12, 13 games. And then the Commanders going like. So, then you've got. You got the NFC South and the NFC North. We'll go North first. Um, north, I, I got the Lions winning the North. I don't know, man. I also have the Lions winning the North. Oh, as, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm a Vikings. I'm a Vikings guy. Minnesota so. lost too much in the offseason to me. Lose? They lost their two best defensive players. Uh, was it Harrison Smith? No, they lost Harrison Smith. No, they lost. What's Two really big defensive guys. No, I thought that they only lost Dalvin Cook. Yeah, it's pretty much Dalvin Cook, and that's it. Like we uh, we lost. Um, I literally, we lost. I literally uh, he went to he went it. to the Chargers. He's a lineman. Uh, we lost uh, Eric, Eric Kendricks. Kendricks. Eric Kendricks and then the D lineman, Dalvin Tomlinson. No. Um, I gotta find it now because we because we retained we retained Daniel Hunter. We just re-signed him. We retained Harrison Smith. We retained. Um, Jordan Hicks. I don't think we lost that much. Like, obviously, Eric Kendricks hurts, but, like, I don't think Eric Hendricks was a game changer. Like, a one or two loss difference. Um, but. Oh. Know. We lost Eric. We lost Dalvin Tomlinson. Zadarius Smith. Zadarius Smith. Oh, he didn't do it. Did we lose? 
Oh, yeah, he went to the Browns. We traded him to the Browns. You also lost Eric Kendricks. And yeah. while older, you did lose Pat P. Yeah, those. Uh, you also lost your running back. You lost Adam Thielen. You're only really serviceable slot guy. Mm, I, I think our receiving group got better. You feel good about? I think Osborne, another year of Osborne and Addison is better than Thielen. Didn't they get a, what's his name? And Alexander Madison Jaylen should Rager. be. Jalen Rager. We just cut him oh. like two days ago. Not Alexander lost. Madison should be all right. <laughs> He's serviceable. Yeah. Well, He's going to have a crazy good. run game. Also, last year, the Vikings were like, what, 11 and 0 in one yeah, score games? It's not going to happen again this year. No, it definitely won't, but. I think the Vikings could win. I think we'll win 11 games. 10, 11 games, but I could see the Lions winning like. 9, 10. I think I could see them winning 11 games. I just don't think they will. I still think the Lions are cursed. I don't see them winning the division. They might make the playoffs for the first time in forever, but I, I think they'll don't make think the they'll win the division. I got the Lions winning the division, and I got the Vikings at a close second, still making the playoffs. And then from there, that division just. I got the Bears at three. Really? You got the Bears above yeah. the. I honestly got the Packers above the Bears. I have no faith in Jordan Love. I don't have any faith in Justin Fields. Uh, or I got the Packers. I also have the Packers at four. Oh, uh, I like the Bears I, coach, Matt Everfluss. Matt Everfluss, yeah. Oh, so they Chiefs offensive coordinator. They get a new coach like two years ago. Has it been that long without um? What's Nagy. his name? Nagy. Nagy. Yeah, Nagy got fired like two years ago, three years ago. They still had Mitch when he got fired, didn't they? Yeah. Mm. I don't. Uh, that's how little I pay attention to the bottom that, of that. That division. offense is just going to be more dynamic. It's going to be. Bay. I think it's going to be really fun. I actually think they're going to be like one of my favorite teams to watch this year. The Bears. Yes, I. I think they're. What do you mean by favorite to watch? I think their offense is going to be really fun to watch. I think DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. <laughs> Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Uh, Cole Komet. Justin Fields is probably a top three quarterback to watch, strictly for entertainment purposes. Doesn't mean he's going to be any good. I don't. Th- I, I didn't say they were going to be good. I just said they were going to be one of my favorite teams to watch. Interesting. Yeah. All right. And we'll bounce over to, I think by the end of the season, it becomes the second worst division in football. Probably. But on paper, to start the season, it's probably oh. the worst decision in football. The AFC South is going to suck outside of the Jags. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the NFC North still, and you said they were going to be the second worst division. No, I was talking about the South. By the end of the season. I'm saying right now on paper, the South is the worst. Number one, New Orleans Saints winning the division. Alvin Kamara is like only spent a couple, three games, right? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. yeah. Three or four for (laughs) beating somebody almost to death within still inches be of their the life. Second best running back in the division. And Calvin Ridley gets a year for betting on a football game. Number two, I'm going to put... I kind of want to go Panthers here, but I'm not. I'm going to take the Falcons. And if they don't take second, Arthur Smith's got to go. The Panthers? Yeah. If anybody was going to beat us for second in it's the division... It's going to be Baker Mayfield, it be, really? It would no. be the Buck. They have, dude, the Panthers have nobody... No run, no running back. Miles Sanders, mid as hell. <laughs> Bryce Young is going to be the worst quarterback. Start. Um, well, you got AR. You've got AR. Okay, you've Your got quarterbacks AR. Desmond and Ritter C- and CJ Stroud is worse. Bryce Young is like five eleven. I'll dude. take Bryce Br- Young is not going to be any good. My, my I'll take. Got, I'll take Bryce Young before I take Desmond Ritter. They've got the worst offensive line in that division, and they have no defense. None. I actually think their defense is okay. Brian it's Burns not better than the Brian Bucks. Burns is Brian Burns is really good. It's not better than the Bucks. No, not better than the Bucks. I think it's like close to the Fal- like probably better than the Falcons. Like it's close. The Bucks don't have anyone to crazy. operate the offense, and I don't have faith in the uh, the coaching there. Yeah, no, I have I have 
It's. I think it's really close, but I have the Sa- the Saints are just too talented. You have the Bucks in last place in yes. the division. Yes. Joe. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. I do too. Um, I think the Bucks are last. I think. I think I have the same order as you. Actually, I think I have the Saints, Falcons, uh, Panthers, Bucks. Um, if if you gave the Bucks Derek Carr, I think they are the first place team. I think yeah. if you flip those quarterbacks, they're first place. Um, I think they're super talented, still injury prone, like the entire team. I'm all I'm saying is I have more faith in Baker Mayfield this season than I have in Bryce Young. I have more faith season. in Bryce Young than I do in Desmond Ritter. That's okay. <laughs> Not gonna be any good, so that's fine. Yeah, it doesn't I Desmond Ritter's hard for me to have faith in. But yeah, I think the the Falcons are But who's who do you have more faith in as a coach? Between Arthur Smith and what's the black dude for the Bucks. I can't remember his Todd name. Bowles. Todd Bowles or the guy that just got hired by the Panthers. Who just got hired by the Panthers? I forget. He used to play Frank there. Reich. Frank Reich. Oh. Todd Bowles. I'll take Bowles just because of the experience. Interesting. But I don't like Frank Reich sucked with the Colts. He was real bad. He was horrible. Like really bad. Really bad. And at least Todd Bowles is like sat in on a Super Bowl with the Tom Brady Bucks and who's coaching that team? Got to coach the Cardinals. Um, Bruce Arians. So at least he was able to sit in and he was like able to like kind of sit and wait and wait for his turn. Um, Arthur Smith has at least played meaningful playoff football. Is something Frank Wright cannot say. Yeah. 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 I I don't. All those. All the coaches in that division are super unproven. Because who are the Saints? Who did the Saints hire? I forget. Uh, I can tell you. That division is very forgettable right now. It's a new guy. Yeah. Anyway, I think that the Falcons have a chance to beat the Saints. Um, but they I, might split. I literally think that entire division is going to be nine and eight, nine, nine and eight, eight and nine, seven and ten, five and twelve. Like that's how I think it's going to go. I think it's Dennis Allen. It is Dennis Allen. You're yep, Dennis Allen. You're right. So, so good. I'll say nine and eight, eight and nine, seven and ten, five and twelve. Going down the list. I'll go Saints, Falcons, Bucks, Panthers. It'll be like. Eleven and six, eight and nine, seven and ten, four and thirteen. Eleven and six is pretty high. Yeah, you have the Saints going eleven and six. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I guess they get to play the Bucks and Panthers four times. So. All right. Well, my predictions: the Falcons are winning the division. The Saints will be second. The Bucks will be third. The Panthers will be fourth. Panthers are going to be the worst by far. I've got their ceiling at five games. I think realistically they win four. I think they could easily win three. I could easily see them going three and 14. The team is not going to be any good. I don't know why people have such high hopes for the shortest quarterback in the league with his best, his best wide receiver being Adam Thielen. Adam um, Thielen. Terrence Marshall. I'd probably DJ Chark. DJ they have DJ with Chark. Miles Sanders, who is uh he he's had got one tight, good season with the Eagles. He's got a tight end to work with. And a very mid defense. About, are you talking about um Hayden Hurst? Oh, I forgot about him. I was talking about the kid from Notre Dame. He went to Hayden Hurst is serviceable, but he's not uh, he's no big play threat. Um th- this is a like not off topic off to- off topic, but a little bit. If the Panthers suck really bad and get the first overall pick, who are they taking? 
because they're not taking a quarterback. They're not taking. I, I don't, don't know. Think, that team needs too much. I don't think much. they need a receiver. They don't need receiver that bad to where they take Mar- Marvin Harrison first. If uh, no receivers going one, they just took an offensive tackle two years ago in Ike McQuanu in the first in, with the sixth. I don't know, there. but they're going to win three. I realistically see them winning three games. Honestly, I think at best they win five. I think the Bucks win five or six. I think the Saints are going to win eight. Eight. I just think that offense or nine. Is, is that, the offense, the Saints' offense is pretty good, and, and I've got the Falcons winning nine or ten. You got Derek Carr, Jamal Williams, or Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Slant My, Boy, Michael Thomas, Adam Troutman. And you get to play the Panthers and the Bucks and the Falcons. It's, that division's so interesting. We're gonna have the best running back in that division. Can be John. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tyler Algier is gonna be great too. Is like a third down back. We're gonna have Cordero Patterson finally getting to play. Is just he's getting older, but he's still a playmaker. So I'm gonna love seeing him in jet sweeps, wildcat offenses. We're gonna really get to use him the way like. He really should be used. He's not going to be the workhorse this year, so I don't see him getting injured. Um, Drake London and Chris Olave will be competing for second best wide receiver in that division. That's not true. It's one hundred percent true. <laughs> Who's competing for second best? Chris Olave and Drake London. Mike Evans is number one. I I would take Chris Olave. I would take Chris Godwin over. Well, you can think Drake that, London. but you're going to well, see it this I season. Don't trust, I don't trust Chris Godwin's injury, injury history to not take it. He's I'll six, take Drake London at three. I think Drake London at three is respectable. He's 6'4", dog. He's going to have a crazy season. It's just We do have – The Falcons were 31st in the NFL last year in pass rate. Yeah, we had Marcus Mariota, dude. Marcus Mariota. I think it's going to be the same this year with a young, inexperienced quarterback and a workhorse running back. I think we're going we're gonna to have to throw the ball more to win games. We're going to throw the ball more. That's the problem. We're going to throw the ball more. <laughs> All right, before we finish this episode off, um, we are going to bring back the pick em. Um, Super excited for it to be back. We are going to run – how do you guys want to run the season this year? Do you want to do another 12-week or you want to go till the Super Bowl? That's a long way away, man. That's what I'm thinking. So you want to split it up into two seasons? Yeah. So we'll go through the first eight weeks of the NFL season – we can all we can all um, just go ahead and confirm the last season the loser was obviously Lance. Obviously Lance. <laughs> it wasn't a complete. And season I was <laughs> and I was the obvious winner. What's okay. the, what's the, what's our punishment? I was the I was the winner. We didn't I really. Just we didn't wanna, really I want to confirm that for people. You won. I was in last. Do we have a, do we have a punishment yeah. for this year? We, we'll have, we, we'll we'll have, have it at the end of the season because okay. it's very determinant upon who loses. Oh, uh, who loses? Yeah. Um, okay. Jack is going to be joining us now for the Pick'em. I will not um, be losing this year. <laughs> Lance is getting... Lance is going to have to get, like, triple punished. Dude has lost the first two seasons <laughs> and hasn't even gotten a punishment yet, so we're going to have to make sure line. of that one. Um, but, yeah, Jack's going to join us this year. Um, today, because there is no person in first, each person is going to have to pick a game first. So we'll do it. Joe will start, and then Jack, and then you, and then me, and then I guess I'll go twice. I'm fine with that. So it'll be kind of like in snake order. So it'll go this way, and then this way, and then this way, and then I'll start. So um, first game on the slate, and I'm super excited for this one. We're on Texas, Alabama, and Joe will start. Oh, so we don't get to pick which game we're picking? We just got to – okay. Oh, sorry. I probably should have prefaced that a little bit. 
Is there a different game that you would like to pick first? I'm not really opposed to that. Yeah. <laughs> what game would you like to pick then? Chiefs-Lions. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Give me the Chiefs. I mean, I don't have, I know the Lions are a high-powered offense, but I have no faith in them to keep up with Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So am I picking the same game? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I'll take the Chiefs as well. I, for the same reasons. I like the Chiefs. Last season, I would pick the Lions. I'm picking the Chiefs. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. It's a clean sweep on that one. All right, so Jack, we'll start with the second game. Jack, go ahead. I'll let you pick. Let's switch it up a little bit. Let's go Colorado-Nebraska. All right, go ahead. Um, I know we talked about maybe Nebraska pulling off something, but I, I'm i going to roll with the prime time here. I'm going to take, take Colorado and the momentum in the home opener. I was really hoping you were going to take your Nebraska pick. I was <laughs> going to be an easy dub for me this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Buffs as well. I think if maybe if it was on the road at Nebraska. That's exactly what I was thinking. But it's the home opener, and I. even if I lose, even if Nebraska wins, the majority of us are picking Colorado, so I'm not worried about it. No, you know what? I'll be interesting. I'll pick Nebraska. I'll be I'll be interesting. You I don't, don't have want, to. No, no, no. I don't want everybody to pick the same one. I'll I'll There are going to be some sweeps this season. I'm just letting fine. you know. That's fine. I'll pick Nebraska. I'll 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 be I'll just make it interesting. All right, well, you're going to take your first loss of the season. I, Give me the buffs. I'm also sticking with Colorado, just, just a preface. Just yeah, a preface. You, you had to let us know. <laughs> you joining me on this? I'm taking the buffs. Um, Dion's got the buffs rolling. That team is going to play hard-nosed football. They're going to come out ready to play each game. They're not going to make a lot of mental mistakes. Um, I think they're a very well-coached football team, and they've got some talent on that roster. Do you think Colorado's going to be ranked really quick? Do you think they're going to be ranked? They're going to be ranked this week. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. I'm taking... I think it's going to be a really close game because Nebraska always plays really close games, but Nebraska always loses really close games. <laughs> this time it's so, going to be different. <laughs> give me, give me Colorado. All right, Lance, third game. All right, I'm going to be picking first on Texas Alabama. That's cool. Give me Alabama. Okay, interesting. It's a night home game, and I want that game. I want that win when we beat Bama to look a lot more, a lot better. Mm. I just wanted to look that much better, so I'm taking Alabama. Give me Sark and the Texas Longhorns. They got the better quarterback. They got the better running back. I think they got the better wide receiver room. Um, and I just don't have a ton of faith in Alabama this year. And I want to see an upset, and I'm okay with uh, dying on this hill. So give me give me Sark and the Longhorns. I am not a big college football fan, but I do know one thing. Roll Tide. I'm taking Alabama. They ain't going to lose to some fucking Quinn years. Hook them horns. Uh, well, I've learned as as a as a seasoned college football watcher, I've learned that there are three things in life: death, taxes, and don't bet against Alabama. I'll take Alabama and the Crimson Tide. I love that island. island. I love that island. It's a beautiful island for me to be on. I I love that island. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'll give out handshakes next week when we. Um, come back to this, revisit this. All right, so I got the next two games, and I pick first. We'll start with Jets-Bills. Home opener. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a top-five quarterback this year. Garrett Wilson, as I've already stated, is going to be a dog. Brees Hall got that dog in him. Sauce is going to be legit. Give me the Jets in their home opener with uh, the new look and Aaron Rodgers. Over to Joe. Oh, me? Yep. Well, I think the Jets are a tad bit overhyped. I think they're going to be good, but I don't think they're going to be that good. I think 
they're going to have a mess to start out the season trying to work out the chemistry between Rodgers and all the other receivers. I know he's kind of got something going with Garrett Wilson, but I don't know how well that's going to translate into like a regular season primetime matchup for their first game. So give me the Bills. Yeah, I, I have similar feelings. I think that um, the Bills know what they're doing. They have that chemistry. They've had pretty much the same offense for the last three years. Um, uh, I'll roll with Joe on this one, I think. I think the Bills are going to get it done week one against the Jets. Now, you and Joe, not Jack not so much, have known me to become a Josh Allen hater. And it is continuing. <laughs> Give me the Jets. Let's go. Ride that wave with me, baby. Let's go. All right. Last game on the slate this week, we got Miami and the Chargers. Um, I already know who Zach's picking. Who am I picking? Not the Chargers. Really? I don't think. You don't seem to like Staley. I don't like Staley, but I like Herbert more than I like Tua. Give me the Chargers. Oh, oh well. Give me the Dolphins. I think Tua's <laughs> going to come out, shock the world. Everybody talking shit on him. Give me the Dolphins. Joe's trying to. Joe's just trying to play my fade all year this year, and it's not going to work. I'll take. Uh, I'll take the team I'm representing right now. I think the Dolphins are uh, a sneaky, sneaky Super Bowl contender. Okay, bud. So I think they're a sneaky, sneaky Super Bowl contender. So I'll take the Dolphins to take down the Chargers. They're about as sneaky a Super Bowl contender as Jake Paul was a sneaky contender to beat Floyd Mayweather. They didn't fight Floyd Mayweather, asshole. That was Logan. And Logan, whichever went, one doesn't he went, fucking matter. He went the distance. He never went okay. down. Okay. Yeah. Never went down. All right. All right. <laughs> I never seen Floyd hold back punches so hard. Give me Herbie. Let's go. I'm taking baby. the Chargers. Let's go. I think I think you and I differed on four picks. I think I think we have four different. It's all right. Y'all gonna try to run my. Y'all gonna try to play my fade this year, and it's not gonna work. I'm not losing this season. It worked the first season until we got into baseball. <laughs> And okay. golf, I heard about and the golf. Scotty Scheffler, I'm good at Scotty Scheffler dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was real pressed about that. So I cannot <laughs> wait for golf to come back. I'm going 5-0 and this week. Uh, I'm, going I'm not saying that because you picked at least one pick against me, and uh, I've got the perfect bracket this week. So <laughs> I'm going 5-0, um, and so that means you're going, what, 1-4, four, and four, right? Is that what that means? No, there's no <laughs> shot. Just no shot. Let's go Huskers, baby. Taking down the buffs. We That's too. fucking laughable, dude. You ain't winning shit if you're taking the corn huskers. Let's go, Huskers. Jeff Sims, Heisman, Georgia Tech legend. Jeff Sims finna get bent over by primetime. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. As always, we're out every Thursday. YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Give us a follow, I think it is, on Apple. Like it. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Help the boys out. Um, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave a comment. Um, let us know what you want the punishments to be this season. Like, give us some good ideas because it's kind of tough. Um, obviously, it has to be like PG thirteen because it is going to go on the internet. But give us something good because um, old Lance here is going to have a tough go of it this season. Um, let us know what you think of our picks. Um, just leave us a review. You know, if you like the boys, let us know. Um, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, all that good shit. And as always, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We will see you on the flip side next week. Peace.